Okay, as you know, I very much enjoy watching videos, reading art articles, reading books about productivity, time management, study techniques, all of that good stuff. And Did you get any better with studying or productivity? I don't well, know. yeah, I doubt it. I did actually. <laughs> I doubt it. No, I, I did actually. I feel like <laughs> most of the stuff actually helped a lot. I mean, especially stuff like yeah, yeah. Atomic Habits and all of that, uh, which, by the way, is one of my favorite books ever, period, um, especially Ooh, concerning yes. productivity and all of that yes, and yes, habit yes. building. Um, I mean, concepts like habits, routines, consistency, all of that are super, super important and very effective and should absolutely be things that you focus on, on your personal life, in your professional life, whatnot. However, a thing I have noticed, or rather a problem I've encountered in my life many, many, many times, is that sticking to a rigid routine or specific habits at a specific time and all of that doesn't very often work long-term. It may work for anywhere between three days and three months, let's say. But after that, I usually fall back into like time, just, <laughs> yeah, well, but after that, I usually just fall back into like randomness and just doing things when I feel like doing them and uh, not really having a specific schedule, kind of having my loose to-do list, but really just doing whatever I feel like at any given moment. And I've noticed that up until pretty recently it felt like there are two ways to live my life either i am productive but kind of unhappy or i am i mean also kind of productive but not as not as schedule focused and not as rigid and that not as not having as many routines or whatever but being a lot more fulfilled a lot more happy a lot more also just proud of myself spending time with people, uh, with the people close to me, with the people I love, um, doing things I enjoy, like I truly enjoy, not relating to work or university and all of that. And I've been trying to figure out a kind of balanced approach to that because I very much feel like unless you have a strict schedule and a calendar full of things and uh, time boxing everything and having routines and habits and blah, 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 you're not really considered to be productive. And you may not even consider yourself to be productive if you don't have that. But again, I've noticed that that doesn't have to be the only approach. And I think for the vast majority of people, actually, that isn't the best approach. Um, and I've stumbled across a video recently with the title, How I Can Study 10 Hours a Day, The Perfect Schedule for Chaotic People. Now, I wouldn't consider myself a chaotic person, um, because I've been around chaotic people and I'm not one of them. But um, this video by Elizabeth Phillips, you can look it up on YouTube, um, has quite an interesting perspective on the whole time management, scheduling, when you do what, um, routines versus just doing things whenever you feel like doing them. And I've sent you the video, Elias, and uh, we yes. said that we're going to kind of discuss that and exchange our perspectives. Mm -hmm. And... Actually, before we get started on that, maybe a we quick introduction. Or... Yeah, maybe maybe a quick. I actually want a quick perspective from you because I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like you are a bit better at following routines um, <laughs> than I am. I think 
I am a little more right. allergic to them. And I would love to hear your perspective or your experience with routines and habits and having like a rigid or very similar schedule for a lot of days in a row. How do you deal with that? Do you have a problem? Is it so, easy? Is it hard? I also don't like routines. I don't like the calendar blocking thing of, of like putting up like uh, times or fixing times in your schedule where you have to do stuff that I'm not doing. I only have very, very few rigid things actually that I do every single day. And that is right after I get up, I do my Duolingo session and I do my uh, vocabulary vocabulary learning for, for Japanese. That's the only thing that I do at a fixed time every single day, uh, right after I wake up. Um, and everything else I'm handling actually also quite flexible, which might be also um, some kind, sometimes not that beneficial for me. Like how, how I usually go about things is, okay, yeah, I need to get this and this and this and this done today. And I'm, I'm like starting out usually with the hardest thing or the things that needs um, that's important and that needs maybe immediate attention also because I've been procrastinating it a lot. That approach is working wonders if you want to meet up with friends here and there, I think. Um, because you're, you're like, especially like if you put the meeting up with friends in the evening, you have like really good reason to get done with your stuff and then it's easy and you can just move on to the next task. You don't need any block time for it. Stuff flows naturally, but where it's kind of a downfall where that I've noticed is, um, if I don't have any specific goals for the day or like specific cool goals, like meeting friends and only have work for the day, then work tends to spread out over the whole day and fills up the time that it is given to be uh, <laughs> done. How was that principle called again? I'm not sure if it was the Pareto principle or Parkinson's law, one of them. I think it was Parkinson's law then. Um, yeah. And that's, that's, the main disadvantage of handling things like laxly or loosely here, like I'm doing, because then stuff fills out the whole day and okay, I, I have to learn those two chapters for my exam on Friday today and somehow it takes up the whole day and I could be doing so much more other stuff because um, as we discussed in the last episode, I fall into also coping shit and watching too much YouTube and, and stuff like that. And then it's like a downfall of handling, handling things flexible. Whereas I could just like, okay, have a, like, I don't know, two, three hour sessions, one hour of break in between that I planned out rigidly, um, have my stuff done and then enjoy the rest of the day or do some other cool stuff, do sports, do, I don't know, uh, prepare for a biking tour, whatever. Um, so those are my thoughts on it. Actually, I don't like really having those rigid routines or the only time I can deal with those routines or whether where I actually also stick to them is um, a the, the morning language learning routine and b maybe if they, it's a routine that has been put up from the outside like when lectures and and stuff are taking place and I cannot miss them at a specific time that's that's where I like routines and where they work perfectly for me and other than that I'm handling it quite loosely actually so my thoughts on the whole topic is, yeah, um, don't over-engineer your stuff and keep it simple. And, and yeah. that, that works wonders usually. And it depends whether there's like a 
particularly annoying tasks that really needs a bit of planning and pushing yourself to do it and to just start out when when i don't know some rigid planning might be more welcome in my life that's my that's my whole monologue take on the the topic for now or how i am handling things is that what you wanted okay yeah yeah for sure again i don't know where it comes from for some reason ever since high school <laughs> ever since high school I, i've always felt like you're so much better at following like routines Man, and rigid schedules i don't know why that's a for typical me, I've bias of oh i'm only showing to the outside world what i'm going doing good and usually i'm not talking yeah. about where my routines and stuff is not working out so you only see the good usually you only see the good stuff that other people tend to share with you just like on social media and i think that's where the bias is yeah, coming for from sure. because also for i'm sure. thinking of you as like someone who's who's uh, very very good at sticking to to the goals they set themselves and i, I <laughs> guess there might be difficulties in that whole process as well I'm not wanting to yeah absolutely you, you know absolutely <laughs> But yeah, it's quite yeah. quite fascinating. So we actually approach it, I think, very very similarly. Um, I do also have certain routines, certain things I, and those are usually things I know that aren't too mentally demanding, such as doing Duolingo or reading mm. a few pages or going out for a walk or whatever stuff like that. That isn't Man. like super demanding, and I can pretty easily yeah. do. No matter how tired I am, Duolingo um, has become so hard recently. <laughs> Just a little into, I need like ten minutes for a session or for one lesson right now at the moment. It's so long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I know what you mean. For me also, but the okay, more advanced, the more I know, so <laughs> I have to think more about that. But yeah, whatever. The point is, <laughs> the point is. Um, so we approach it quite quite similarly. But do you also because I feel that? Do you also feel sometimes feel a kind of shame when you have days where you know you, you're not like super you haven't like scheduled everything super duper cleanly and maybe some things on your to-do list um are quite old or you haven't like really organized them the night before and they your calendar is kind of kind of just a mess and you do things anyway and you're quite productive mm -hmm. i'd say and you get some stuff done but you know you kind of just went with whatever you felt like doing at any given moment and then you think back and you're like why did i spend i don't know half an hour playing chess i mean i felt good i, yeah. I was quite fulfilled <laughs> afterwards and uh, it, it was a kind of nice break and better than just watching youtube but why did i do that and ah, that wasn't really productive and i don't know uh, do you have that, that as a, well that is a very leading question just saying um yeah obviously i have that the, the thing is i usually <laughs> don't tend to feel bad about just going with the flow and doing the things I like to do or like starting out with the work that I like if it's like an important thing to do as I said the only times I really feel bad about it is when work took up like really much longer than it could have or like I could have made it much shorter by really just scheduling it a bit and, and keeping uh, track of my negative coping habits um that's the only time where i really feel bad because i could have enjoyed the day so much more just by getting stuff done early and then the rest of the day i could have really just done stuff for my hobbies or whatever and that's the only time i really feel really shame yeah shame you could say yeah 
or like okay. self-pity or you know <laughs> you loser you couch potato you waste <laughs> man <laughs> all right well okay so to actually get to to the video I wanted to talk about <laughs> we haven't yes, really yes, talked yes, about yes, the video um the video talks about kind of takes that let's say idea that we have different levels of energy and motivation all of that throughout the day throughout the weeks um that we're not machines that can operate on the same schedule every single day and produce good results and if you don't feel like doing something if you're not inspired in any way then yeah you can sit down and write something but it probably will be complete shit and we're more of a waste of time than really being helpful and what elizabeth phillips does in her video is kind of taking that process of scheduling and time management and breaking it down into two steps let's say that aren't based on just habit building and just trusting that you're going to be a machine the next day um, but right. rather i have three steps Lord. three <laughs> yes <laughs> well yeah I, I, the, the end is just yeah. the summary of the first two um no, or the implementation of the first two yeah, but yeah. anyways i think <laughs> the two important concepts here are the uh what she calls motivation measuring and motivation mapping and what motivation measuring is first of all in simple terms you just take all of your things you have to do on your to-do list for example or things in your calendar and you kind of pass them by your brain let's say and you notice how your brain reacts to them for example if i know okay i i have to keep working on the seminar paper and my brain's just like, oh, fuck, mm. no, I, I don't want to do that. It's, yeah, oh, it's such, such a pain. Right we worked on easier. that yesterday for four hours. Yeah, <laughs> right. And and then I take, I don't know, I, oh, man, I also wanted to try out a whatever, dude, I, nothing. I, I wanted to try out beat production. I want to produce beats. I don't know. I want to try that out. I want to see how it is. And my brain's like, hell yeah, I really want to do hey, that. I feel really creative today video. and whatever. Ooh. Yeah. Exactly. And you just pass all that stuff that you need to do or want to do um, by your brain. And again, that's a very like intuitive, super quick process. Doesn't take more than like a few seconds to do. And you notice kind of how your brain reacts to them. And you kind of categorize them in your head. And you're like, okay, today I really feel like doing X, Y, and Z, but I really don't feel like doing the rest of the things. And even though in the list of the rest of the things you don't feel like doing, there may be things that are maybe kind of important or maybe that you should do or maybe someone who has like daily routines would do nevertheless but what i've noticed and she also talks about in the video is that if i actually map those tasks to my motivation and to my energy levels throughout the day and now for that step there's quite a bit of self-experimentation and self-awareness required because if you don't actually know when you're most productive when you're most creative when you're most inspired or whatever you <laughs> will be you will have a hard time doing that um but let's say you wake up and you pass those tasks through your head and then you think about your day and you're like you know what i actually really really feel like working on on my paper right now for two hours let's just do that and afterwards you're like you know what i really want to go have lunch with my little brother or whatever let's, let's just do that even though it may not be the most productive thing even though you may have other things you could do during that time or that may be more productive you really feel like doing that and i've noticed for myself and i'm trying to keep that short i don't know if, if that was the best summary but what i've noticed is that if you approach the whole scheduling thing more with the mentality of what do i actually feel like doing what do i know 
I'm inspired to do, I'm motivated to do. Um, and then scheduling things accordingly can lead to much more productivity, much better performance uh, in the things you actually do, rather than sitting yourself down, forcing yourself to write something for the seminar paper, but actually hating every minute of it. You're not focused, your mind's wandering, you're thinking about all the fun things you could be doing that could also be productive. And basically, even if you work on it for three hours, you don't really get substantial things done. It's just, yeah, whatever. I I, I worked on the seminar paper for three hours, but I hated it. I didn't really achieve much. Um, the quality shit. Uh, I wasn't inspired. I wasn't creative. I wasn't any of those things. Um, but now I'm going to end my monologue because I feel like I've kind of <laughs> ran down a rabbit hole with that. Um, is there anything oh, you want to good, add to add maybe more clarity to my little monologue here no it's it's i think it's a, um, a reasonable introduction to the whole concept and i can only recommend to really watch the video with nice visuals and stuff to make it more clear um for what we were talking about now um, though the question is, is like have you really like gone and tried to apply the exact concept that uh, i don't know how she's called again uh, brought up here like with the motivation measurement and mapping and stuff or was it more like a yeah, intuitive thing that you came up with yourself and yeah well i think i started that a few let's say a few months ago maybe even to kind of structure my day the way i like well mm -hmm. to structure my day with the mentality what do i feel like doing first of all and how would a day look like that i would actually enjoy living <laughs> you know <laughs> and not just a day no no that oh man harsh. that sounds yeah, yeah. yeah i know no, no 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 um, i know what you mean I you know what i mean yeah. uh, i mean in the, in the way in the sense <laughs> of a day where at the end of the day i'm going to be like that that was a really fun day i i worked but i also yeah, had yeah, fun yeah. and i met people and whatever and again i often have the tendency to disregard all of that and be like no no, no i'm a machine i can do that i can work 12 hours non-stop and not talk to anybody and not go outside mm -hmm. i mean sure everybody can do that and sometimes that's necessary but more often okay, than not so. we actually have quite a bit of control over that and be like you know what i'm gonna do what i feel like doing and therefore all the things i'm gonna do throughout the day are gonna be things i actually enjoy and i actually want to do and i actually want to make progress on and that's going to be much easier to sustain rather than a strict mm. rigid schedule that you're going to hate after three days. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So so the whole concept here resonated with you because it is more on an intuitive basis, on, on a basis that makes you also enjoy life more, that makes tasks be done easier. Uh, that's why you brought it up and it's you, you think it's similar to how you go about it, like the motivation measurement stuff. Yeah, I think it's just something that I'm trying to convince myself is good for me and mm -hmm. is better than yeah, okay. trying to press like, okay. yeah. yeah, it's better than trying to have the perfect, most productive day ever, ever every single day. Mm -hmm. um, and I also think it's just more realistic because yes. I actually yes. am starting to not believe those people anymore who have those super... Um, super rigid schedules and yeah. immense notion databases for every shit they do in their lives and 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 are trying to portray, portray that as something that's actually 
sustainable and productive and makes them happy. I highly doubt that because so, as we all yeah. know, life is very unpredictable and chaotic and people want to meet with you. And then some concert happens, you want to go to randomly and you're invited and whatever. And there's stuff you want to try and stuff you want to do and new hobbies you want to try out and all of that. And I think it's much more realistic to approach scheduling time management than that way. Yes. Yes. I completely agree. So like, so that it's uh, really accountable for the different things that can happen in life. So the system needs to be flexible. Second of all, I think it needs to be simple. It cannot involve like you preparing for the week every Sunday by taking one hour and completely scheduling out your calendar. That's like also not realistic. Um, and it needs, it needs to be like kind of intuitive. You need to be able to do it in your head, I guess, or in your mind. Um, that, that's what I also came to, to realize, I think. So, and for most of those things, I'd, I'd say, yeah, the system is, is, is quite valid. Um, yeah, and fourth, I'd say also it needs you to get stuff done at the end of the day still, the system, <laughs> as an indicator of whether it's good. Hmm. Um, now, I think I've... I've, I think that's like the general journey that everyone goes a bit through, like with the productivity systems and stuff. First of all, you think like, okay, productivity means you have to be a machine because putting out stuff is the only uh, indicator of which, where you can measure like how successful you are and how good you are. And therefore you need to optimize yourself, become a machine, uh, put out stuff. 16 hours a day and the rest like sleep <laughs> if even <laughs> if you even get to eight hours of sleep um that's that's like the typical approach but i think there's really all, always there are those fundamental values and beliefs um or the human part like missing the subjective part missing of the system resonating all also with like your fundamental values because if you make productivity the top value of your system, uh, the system will like crumble because it, it usually isn't. Like you also have family, you also have, you also have, yeah, I don't know. It's not your goal to, to work 16 hours a day and, and make that much money. It's your goal to maybe improve the world or, or learn something along the way or strive in general for something, but it's not like the, the stuff that productivity systems try to force you to do and therefore i think this system here is is taking definitely a better approach at doing it because it's like a that the fundamentals it's based on is more in the in the realm of your personal values where it resonates with you where you can get an intuitive approach on the things um yes <laughs> that's like a that was my monologue to the things of why I think that <laughs> system is better. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. And actually there are two things I want to, to point out in what you just said. It's actually interesting because even people who promote those very strict schedules and very organized things and planning every single 
piece of shit in your calendar. Uh, for example, one one guy I really look up to in this whole space is Cal Newport. I've mentioned it quite a few times. He's like a computer science professor at, hmm. I think, University of Washington or whatever. And he wrote a ton of productivity books, uh, one of which being so good they can't ignore you, uh, which I've also mentioned quite a lot in the podcast. Um, hmm. And, ah, oh, no, wait, not that book. Another book I'm, I I I want to mention. Wait, which one was it? Some time management book. I'm not sure what it was called, but anyways, he mentioned like his, <laughs> yeah, he mentioned his personal time management technique, let's say, and calendar scheduling, all of that, which also is quite rigid. I'd say. I mean, it's also due to the fact that the dude does like 15 jobs. It feels like simultaneously, and also has a family. Um, but at the same time, he also mentioned that even though his schedule seems very rigid and uh, he seems like this productivity guru who has everything under control, he says that every few weeks or so, his productivity system completely crumbles. And yes. there are weeks then yes. where he just has no time for planning, has no time for scheduling anything. He just does whatever he has time for and whatever he feels like doing at any given moment. And then after a few weeks of that, he gets back to like a stricter schedule and then again to like a completely free, chaotic, whatever it is. And that I found quite quite fascinating. And I think a lot of people in the productivity space don't really want to admit that or, or don't really talk about that. They're like, yeah, build your habits and schedule that and that and that. But they don't ever mention that they probably don't really do that themselves in the way they're promoting it. I think it's much yeah, more important yeah, to definitely. be transparent definitely. and be like, you know what? I do that maybe for one or two weeks and it's fine. And then after that, I don't really feel like doing that anymore. And then I do something else. And then I get back to that because I noticed that actually I enjoy it. And it's also like that for me. Like there are days where I really enjoy time boxing. And there are days where I don't enjoy not even looking at my calendar at all and just doing the things I know I, I have to do. And oh, there yeah. are days where I want to schedule every minute. And there are days where I just want to have a very loose structure. I think it's, it's okay to yeah. kind of approach it more like that and be like it's going to change it's going to be different in a few years you're going to be completely different uh with new priorities um with maybe new values or new perspectives on life so that's fine and also another point just very quickly because i found it go interesting ahead, that you said um for example if you want to be like super rich and famous and super successful then yeah the people who work 60 hours per day but um, having this approach of motivation mapping and kind of listening to more to what you feel like doing at any given moment may lead to a more happy life, a more balanced life and whatever. I agree. But at the same time, I think that the superpower of this motivation mapping or the potential superpower of that is that if you manage to do the things you truly feel like doing and you feel truly inspired and motivated to do them, you will actually outperform the guy who works 16 hours per day but doesn't actually feel like doing any of the tasks because he dreads his schedule. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So, so I think I think I think it, yeah. there's like a hidden superpower there. If you manage to kind of let's say unlock that and implement that more in your life, then you're actually with less time you're going to be able to produce higher quality things than someone who just does stuff out of routine and out of habit, but doesn't really doesn't really feel motivated to do that. Doesn't feel doesn't really isn't really present in the task it's just doing that because that's what's on his schedule yeah yeah i can sign that so for the first uh, for the first comment you made i think yeah it definitely makes sense like if you recall newport uh, example that you should kind of master both ways of working or or living like 
first with a rigid schedule because you'll need that from time to time to 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 do exhaustive uh, or exhausting things i don't know leadership position you have to turn on your project in the next two weeks and you should really get your life the you don't have that much or i guess you should figure out what you want to do when and it should be done and then it might make sense to schedule stuff but at the same time if things crumble you should also be a master in the intuitive system of figuring stuff out i think or or knowing yourself good enough and your motivational levels good enough to figure stuff out still even though you did not plan out your calendar because you didn't feel like it or it was not enough time to do it and, and second um thing this, this hidden superpower you mentioned um i think yeah i definitely definitely agree with that like the hidden power i think of the system is to just <laughs> on a basic level is to just get to know yourself better and what boosts your motivation when is your motivation at a high level when is it at a low level um i think uh, in the video there were also mentioned like the different uh, motivational boosters like shortly before you have an exam and then you learn a, a lot more there before that exam it's 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 a good thing to know your reaction to outside yeah um, factors like that or and your general level of motivation because that also gives you a bit of i don't know a bit of a feeling of control or like a bit of um yeah that the way i formulated that sounds a bit wrong like mm, by knowing yourself better you know how to deal with yourself a bit better that's what i want to say basically yeah and that's that's mm. therefore that's i guess the superpower of the system and at sure. the same time like what i want to criticize a bit about about it and then i think we also need to come to an end slowly um is the way she portrayed it in the video was also or reminded me a lot like of calendar blocking like going through your calendar mapping out where your motivation is high and low and she should have clarified it a bit more that it should be more of an instinctive thing you should do in your head because you can run in the same trap again of planning out your motivation and relying on it being high shortly before the exam uh, comes around and stuff because you know it's 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 always there um or every evening or so i know my motivation is high um you cannot 100 rely on that and it's an intuitive and instinctive process and that that's i think that should have been portrayed a bit more in that video um that's i guess my main critique <laughs> yeah yeah i think i think that's true although i must say that there are probably a lot of people who who would struggle if she if she just said, yeah, that's that's like super intuitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have definitely. to think about it more. Um, that's but yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree. Um, a, a very last point, just a very last nudge, mm. maybe for a future episode, nudge. we can also talk about. You mentioned that's that, cool. yeah, you have to know yourself, you have to get to know when your motivation is high, what you actually enjoy doing, what energizes you, all of that. And this, I'm sure you heard of that, an interesting idea from the ancient Greek, which is know thyself um and it's it's become like a super popular self-improvement self-help thing uh, of just like journaling and all of that and figuring out who you actually are and uh, 
also what we talked about in, in, in a previous episode about like your shadow self and really truly being honest with yourself about who you are and what you enjoy and how you work and how you think and all of that but maybe we can talk about that in a future episode just a little nudge a little uh a little spoiler for one of our future episodes okay all right maybe. wonderful i i'd missed the nudge because of connection but i guess our viewers will resonate <laughs> with great. that still um you tell it to me after the episode <laughs> sure but i'm sure it was, it was a great, a great idea, nudge man. it, it was, was amazing nudge. Yeah. awesome <laughs> Um, yeah over to you to end the episode well yeah Uh, thank you guys so much for listening as always feel free to leave a comment like subscribe all the good stuff and hope to see you guys next week bye bye